0: What's up, folks? It is Friday Eve, Thursday night, for those who like to keep track of the days of the week. And tonight, it is episode 190 as we get ever so closer to episode 200. If you guys remember episode 100 and the slew of folks that we had on there, well, 200 will be just as fun. But unfortunately, by the time 200 rolls around, the NFL season will begin. And so the legendary guests that we had will probably be tough to get back. But nonetheless, it is Thursday night. And we have a great show lined up for you as we have the owner and his partner from Pete's, Famous Pizza. You guys may have heard. Of course, it's back home in Philly. The pizza, and if you reach, or if at least you visit their establishment, I should say, you guys know it should be great pizza. I would love to know, only because I'm down here in Tampa, so I can't taste it right now. But as soon as I get back home, I'll be able to taste it. So Pete's here with us also if i hope i don't say the name incorrectly and if i do i apologize hopefully he'll let me know as soon as he comes on but mustaki authentic heroes some people say gyros it all depends on the way you end up saying it but i'm pretty sure pete will let me know as soon as he comes up here on the other side if i said it correctly or not hopefully i didn't butcher it and if i did well i'll find out because it is our newest sponsor joining us here on broad street south and i want to say thank you even before he comes on Also, thank you to everyone who tunes in over on Amp Radio, especially over on Sports Radio 102.9 FM, The Game. And if you guys were just listening, Tony and Miss Robin were just on about two hours ago. They came on tonight because they are traveling to Philly. So if you guys are looking for them tomorrow night, they are not live tomorrow night. They were just on just about 20 minutes ago here on Sports Radio 102.9 FM, The Game. So if you guys missed Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, the replay will come up later on this evening into tomorrow so you guys don't miss a thing. So, with that all being said, I appreciate everyone tuning in each and every week. As you guys do, I appreciate the love, the support, and the energy. And with that being said, I'm Angel Martinez. Welcome to Broad Street South. For a second time, because that's what happens when you go live. But with that being said, it is Ryan F, my co-host. Ryan, how are you this evening? Other than the little fumbles that we're absolutely
1: having. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ryan F. It's great to be with everybody this evening. Hey, we get to talk Philly sports. We get to talk food. You know, it's not a gyro. It's a hero. Or a hero or a hero or something like that. I'm not up on my Greek. So so let, let, let's just bring them on. Let, let's get into it. Let, let's introduce them.
0: All right. Well, thanks for... Uh, <laughs> for the lovely introduction as you did it there, Ryan. But here with us are the gentlemen of Pete's Famous, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna butcher your name again. So, uh, Pete, first of all, thanks for joining us. A uh, little introduction, if you don't mind, for everyone who's tuning in tonight. Because, again, I'm not trying to butcher any names.
2: So, it's, uh, it's um, Stocky Authentic Heroes. So, you, you guys got it. You're close enough, Ryan. It's all Greek to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And of course, we have your partner who is on the road, as he mentioned to us in the very beginning here, that he's he is working. So on the drive home, uh, in the dark, <laughs> if, if we can do a, a small introduction.
3: Yeah. Nope. Yeah, my name's Costa, but uh, everybody just calls me Gus. It's easier, right? I mean, uh, it's just easier to, I, you know, my name's been butchered enough, more than Mustaki has been. So we just <laughs> stick with Gus now, you know?
0: That works, Gus, no problem. So by the um, way, Gus and Pete, yeah. so the owners of Pete's Famous Pizza, again, Mustaki Authentic Heroes, uh, you guys, as Pete, we were talking yesterday and you guys just happened to open up your second location in Center City. So how's that going so far?
2: It's going great. Um, so yeah, we opened our second uh, Mustaki Authentic Hero location on Tuesday, uh, right in the heart of Center City, Philadelphia. Um, it's been going good. Yeah. We're just, like, more than happy with it. Um, Way better than what we expected, so see so, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: So now I I want to get so for everybody who who tunes in because we do have people here stateside, people internationally who watch the show overseas. So I I, I want you guys to kind of give us an, and whether being you or, or Gus, whichever one would takes the lead here, but it, it, so we can know the viewers can know as well. How did you guys go about starting the business, and then? what did it take to finally get not only to the first one, but to the other establishments that you guys have right now?
2: It's a long story, but, uh, I'll try, <laughs> yeah. try to keep it short. So my grandpa, uh, he he's, uh, the, the founder of Pete's famous pizza he opened up in 1980. Um, so, you know, I was getting done college and, and kind of fell, fell into the business in a way. Um, you know, I was working with my grandpa, um, for a while. And I've kind of fell in love with the business and, uh, and I lo- I loved it, so you know I kept kept with it, and and uh, you know was at the 21st Street location, and then I started operating the Fairmount location of Pete's Famous Pizza. Um, you know uh, I brought brought Gus on. Uh, what, what was it, Gus? 2014?
3: I think it was sixteen.
2: 2016. Was, think,
3: year Georgie was born.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 2016. Yeah. <laughs> we brought Gus on, and uh, you know it was, it was awesome. Then we uh, you know. Me and my wife, we opened up the, the first Mustaki location in Logan Square. Um, Gus was also an instrumental part of that, uh, you know, helping us open that, that biz up. We, uh, Me and Gus opened up our third Pete's location, the third Pete's location in South Philly uh, last fall. So, um, and then last week, we opened up uh, our second Mustaki location. Eh. <laughs> we have another one coming in Fishtown uh, in the, in the, uh, in the fall this fall coming up we're going to be opening up another Mustaki authentic era location um so yeah we're just you know we're young so we're just going to keep keep grinding away That's, that's it. it.
0: but that's a good thing though because again in fish town okay so for those who don't know fish town if you and we'll start showing our age here in the 70s and 80s fish town used to be really popular beautiful part of philadelphia and then it went through its phase in the mid to late 80s, up until the very early, and I would say at least maybe eight to nine years ago, where finally the turnaround started coming out in Fishtown. So now where you can go out there and at least have fun, I don't know, after what happened two years ago, maybe it's a whole different story. But I know, you know, as far as Fishtown, it, it definitely needed that revival, especially Frankfurt Avenue. I mean, it's it, they've been doing a great job trying to keep extending it. Um, I think once we get that that one part of the L that maybe nobody wants to know about, but I think if Fish John keeps extending out the way it's going, I I think it's going to be great. And and you guys being young entrepreneurs and, and young business owners, it's a good thing to expand because that means that you guys are doing the right thing and your customers are coming back, which is the most important part. And looking at the menu that you guys have, I mean, a lot of this stuff, I will say this much, even watching on Instagram, my mouth was like savoring because you can just tell, like the food looks so great. And Pete, you and I were talking about as far as the church that you went to in upper derby from the Greek festival. So if if your food is just as great that I used to taste before at the Greek festival, I'm just I'm I would make the trip back home just to go to your restaurant, just to devour <laughs> everything you have on the menu.
2: Nice. Yeah, all of our at moustaki, all of our meat um, is hand hand carved, hand stacked. We do the gyros, we do the authentic Greek way with French fries inside the sandwich. Um, yeah, our tzatzikis, homemade everything. Everything we make is fresh as possible. And as we continue to grow, our main our main you know thing is to keep everything as fresh and as authentic as we can. That's like our main goal. So that's what we, that's that's what I think keeps customers coming back.
0: And that's I'm telling you, that's the best part. especially in their Fairmont location, as far as where Peace famous, like you guys are at, and I'm super drawing a blank. But for Halloween, why am I missing it? What's the?
2: oh the the you're thinking of the uh, the actually. penitentiary, the, the yeah. Eastern State. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> you guys are like in a prime spot over there because obviously that <laughs> I mean, it's busy. They so. First of all, did they bring it back? Because I know for during COVID and everything else, they had, they had shut it down and, and had put it away. Have they brought it back since? They,
2: they brought it back. It was, it was, yeah, they shut it down for a while. They brought it back. It wasn't as big as it was, but
3: I think it's starting to come back. I think it's, it's starting come to back. come back. Yeah, I think it's pretty, yeah, it's coming back. Because I had a friend of mine who worked the penitentiary, and they, they were um, actors for the the haunted house, and, they said this past year was like the biggest turnout they had since COVID. So I guess people are feeling more comfortable, you know, coming out and stuff.
0: But that's it, and again, it's needed. You gotta bring things back to normal. No matter which way you look at it, you gotta bring it back to normal. Now, down here in Florida, we're lucky because it, I think we we used code for excuse for about four months and then we went back to normal. You know, slowly but surely yeah. started <laughs> opening things up and then just ramped everything up. And and thanks to Governor DeSantis, I know a lot of people are probably not a fan of him but the man has done a lot of great things down here in Florida and, and continues to do great things. So I, I applaud the man for trying to run for president. Is he going to make it as a president? Come on. I'm not going to kid myself. Of course not. He's not going to do it. But at least, you know, he's given his best shot. But as far as on the, on the pizza side, and then we know Greek food, if if cooked right, if done right, absolutely delicious. It, I mean, you can't go wrong because you taste every flavor. It's not like you... you you can go to the store and get yourself like sliced meat and you know it's just it's plain stuff put it between two buns and it's nothing greek food because you guys are so authentic and everything is old school it's just like when you know us in the spanish community it's the same way if you go to some you go to taco bell it's not spanish i hate to break the news to you folks that's not spanish so let's not get that one twisted but it would be something like that so it will almost be like if you guys. You went to KFC and you wanted a, a hero from KFC, it's not going to be the same. So Pete with, with what inspired as far as the food that you guys end up making, is there a lot of like, like you said, either from the family and is there some dishes that maybe you and your wife and Gus that you guys decided you want to kind of create and push out there to see what people would end up enjoying the most?
2: Yeah. So we, uh, so, so, growing up, I used to go to Greece a lot. Um, you know, my mom's side of the family, they're all they're all in Greece. I mean, my mom, and my grandma, and my, my grandpa were like the only family I had from, from her side here. Um, so going back to Greece, um, you know, like instead of getting like a hot dog, people will go out and they will get euros. That's like that's like what you eat when you're like late night food or you know that's, that's like the Greek street food. Um, so you know, just growing up eating that, I always thought it'd be cool to bring that. To Philadelphia, you know, because there was really nowhere to get like an authentic Greek hero. so uh, so that was really the inspiration behind it, and uh, you know, it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> no, it is because I'm telling you, if you guys don't, so the ones, the people who live in the Philly market, I'm going to say, and by the way, before I sound like a complete moron, <laughs> do they still have the Greek festival at the church? Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: each the, church. Yeah,
2: Let's yeah. speak on that. <laughs>
3: Each church, like we were actually talking about that earlier today with somebody, how uh, you know, there's like seven or eight different Greek churches, Greek Orthodox churches in the Philly area, and they they do like a rolling festivals. So no church will have their festival on the same weekend as another church, you know. So everybody goes out to each church, each location. It's you know, it's pretty cool. It's fun, you know.
0: No, it is, Gus. Because I'm telling you, the one in Upper Darby, that that was. I, I couldn't believe when it first started out, it didn't seem like it was going to be as big only because people didn't really know. And it was, and yeah. if I do remember correctly, it was once they did it once a year, then it got so big. They had to do it twice a but, year. It's so like, I think the spring yeah. fall is the way they did it. But so I mean, we, it was, it was such a great time yeah. though, because it, the, so the beautiful thing about with, with a lot of Greek folks that I've met in, in the past, you're welcome as family, even if they don't know you for like a minute, and that was the fun part about going to the festivals because you go there, not only are you getting just authentic food, but the atmosphere, the music, the culture. So if you don't know it, buddy, end of the night, either you're dancing, you're doing something because they it's a pulling effect. Everybody pulls you in because like, oh, you've never been here before? Well, let me explain to you what is going on. And then the desserts, Lord knows the desserts go forever. But they're great desserts though. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's what's great about the Greek community because you guys bring literally everybody together. I don't care where you're from, what walk of life, none of that stuff. When you go to the Greek church, when you go to the festivals they end up having, it's it's truly a beautiful thing because you guys end up doing it right. I mean, it's you you hit everybody in their stomach, and that's what they, they love the most. That's
3: uh yeah the that's my church the Upper Derby one at Saint Demetrius and uh, it's Philotimo we call it you know right. That's, a, that's the word in Greek, philotimo. We're very warm people. You know, just like our, you know, everyone's family. That's how we look at people, you know, those strangers.
0: No, and you're right. And I wish, man, I wish I could remember. I still can't remember that pizza shop, Pete. I'm trying to remember for the life of me. that was on the- Oh, on the one the in over Darby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. still trying to remember because, like I said, Effie and her husband, and I'm almost certain her husband's name was Alex. I know her daughter's name was Paige. Or Alex I, the might have been the son it's, it's, one and two, but she was wait, there for like they were there, at least twenty five years altogether. together, and then you they. Thinking they, of
3: long, you thinking of Long Lane Pizza?
0: No, that's not it. That's not, it was further up.
3: That's not it. Uh, there's an Alex that owns. The okay.
0: <laughs> no, there's another one. Man, I I know it's up on the Pike too, but it it it's up in it's up on the Pike not that far away from 69th street i mean you're literally maybe two miles up from 69th street god i wish i could remember i know it'll come to me when i'm not thinking about it but anyways she, she, oh, yeah. that, <laughs> no that's fine gus you were saying
3: no no so i said that that's what will probably happen like we'll get off this call and you're like i remember and you'll be like texting pete <laughs> like, like in the morning i remember it. i remember it, you know <laughs> That happens
0: to us all the time. It does. Especially when you start getting of age, like Ryan, when you just forget stuff. He's got to take his, uh, <laughs> his, his other no. Yeah. Uh, leave, the, leave the cheese stand alone.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but listen. But thank you guys, obviously, for coming on. Uh, at a new part of, of Broad Street South here. And, and obviously, it's always a connection from Philly down here to Tampa. And, and the beautiful thing about being down here is, obviously, the Eagles are coming down to play in the Bucks. Uh, 97.5 The Fanatic will be down here, so it'd be great to get together with those guys. And now we get another reason to tell those guys to try a new restaurant if they haven't tried yet back home so they can get the authentic taste of some good Greek food. But so switching here from obviously Greek food, now to sports, and what I learned obviously from Pete and Ryan, even though he may not like to know, the, the team that we both stray away from in Philly Duke basketball, what are the eyes that someone else comes on and said the same thing as far as when it comes to Duke basketball? Because I'm telling you, Coach K was just a man. I'm sorry. The Cameron Crazies, I went to that place before. It, it's an absolute beautiful place, but it's a really small venue. So if you guys have not been there, it's extremely small. But what what made you, Pete, to actually like Duke as well?
2: I don't know. I mean, when I was when I was in high school, just watching J.J. Redick, I mean, <laughs> knocking down all that those threes. <laughs> That just made me,
3: pizza, uh, pizza, 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 sharpshooter. Don't let him fool you.
2: As a shooter myself, you know, I kind of. <laughs> all right. I don't so, love did, of Duke, but not Coach K. I mean, the whole, the whole program. I just, I don't know. I just, it's always
3: like Duke. That's it's my team.
0: Now, Gus, I'm assuming you're not a Duke fan.
3: Uh, no, not at all. I can't stand them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. Majority consensus, because I I believe, yeah, my my co-host up there, he's, uh, as we continue to learn new things, Mr. Kentucky. Well,
1: Gus, what's your experience? Kentucky and Duke have a a history, and I still go back to 30 years ago, when Leitner hit that, like, oh, my God. Makes my blood boil now when I think about it, and it's like 30 years later when, Leitner hits that last second shot to beat Kentucky and they go to the, was it the, no, it was the Final Four. No, it wasn't the Final Four. It was the Final Four, I think. I believe, because it was in in Philadelphia. It was in Philly, yeah. It was in Philly. (laughs) So that was, that was even more of like a, you know, into the back. So yeah, Kentucky just, Kentucky and Duke have a rich history going on all the way back to the 70s, to be quite honest with you. So,
0: yeah. I'm assuming, so what, if you follow which basketball team as far as college, or do you not follow a college team? I love
3: college basketball. So I worked in a, I used to work in, in like Radnor Bryn Mawr area when they won both championships. So it was like pretty easy for me, but like my Duke hate, and I don't know, I think he came to this game. We went to Duke Temple. Remember that? Yeah. Years ago, I think we were like fresh out of high school. And yeah. Temple beat Duke at Wells Fargo Center. And I think we were like, with a couple of our buddies, we gave Pete crap the whole night. <laughs> like it didn't end. And I, and I, and that was the best, I love that, that was awesome. That was great for us. I'll never forget that.
0: It, it, it's amazing, like certain things you can just, you can kick back in your, in your memories and stuff, you end up doing it. I, I wish, like, so we were nerds in, in high school except for that I love my sports. And there was, out of the nerd herd, and there was about 10 of us, three out of the 10, and really enjoying sports. And my one buddy played football, and he, and he wrestled and, and did actually a pretty good job. Didn't do enough to be able to get to college, but became a cop afterwards. And I think now he's in his 30th year being a, a police officer. But um, And ironically, because the guy couldn't – not that he didn't like <clears> – <throat> And any of the the local police because he never got himself in trouble. He was like, I'm not going to do that. That's freaking ridiculous. And then I end up joining the military, and I come to find out he became a police officer. So I just the way life works. It's the most ironic thing. But, but the sports is is the one nice thing about it is sure you can have a favorite team. If you move somewhere, you might end up picking up another team. This is what Ryan was talking about a little bit earlier. So with the Flyers driving you drive me as nuts as they've been, maybe now with you know. With Briere being in there, with the changes they decided to make, with Jonesy coming in, you know maybe the Flyers are finally start going back to the way they were beforehand. But when I moved down here to Tampa, I started listening to a lot of the, the Lightning games before moving down here, just to see what what the feel was. And it was weird when I first came down because you guys got to understand it's ninety plus degree weather, and you have the fans were either in hoodies, the wool caps. <coughs> In the sweaters i'm like what are you guys doing it's freaking insanely hot and this is before i went inside the amelie arena when you go inside the arena so it's 92 outside it's about 45 degrees inside the amelie arena so i can understand then because you have to pump in so much cold air so that the ice won't melt and when you walk by the side of the building you can literally turn into mr freeze on the outside because the return air coming out is just as cold inside the arena but the first year, when I moved on, the, the fan waste was like really wishy-washy. There weren't too many fans because they—they. It's been so long since they won a Stanley Cup. But the year they ended up winning the Stanley Cup was obviously the year I moved down in 2018. And the first year they got eliminated, you know, they end up having the best record in the NHL. Next two years, then they're winning the Stanley Cup. So a lot of the people that were around here was like, "Oh, I can't believe you're still a Flyers fan," and so on and so forth. I'm like, listen, I'm following what your team is doing until. My freaking goofy team that starts to get their act together. But the Flyers to me, and Ryan's heard this millions of times, and Pete and Gus, I don't know if you guys think the same exact way. The only thing that it seemed like the Flyers cared about within the last three or four years was that goofy mascot. Because then <laughs> that's ready. Yeah. yeah. The lines didn't change. Nothing changed with the Flyers organization. And then obviously after Ed passed away, I seriously thought they were gonna end up selling them because it didn't seem like the kids didn't want to do anything about it. But finally, maybe they listen to the fan base because I'm sorry if I'm a season ticket holder. I'm asking for a refund for the last five years of my life because I gave you all this money and in return you gave me garbage. So I'm hoping that maybe things will turn around. So I would like to get Gus. I'll start out with you. You know, I I don't know if is this team finally going to start turning things around?
3: I, I I hope because you know Philly, like everybody, we're a, we're a hockey town as well. Like we're a football town, of course, but. Philly was a great hockey town. Like, I grew up watching Eric Lindros, the Legion of Doom, uh, Rob Brendamore, all those guys, John LeClair, And I I remember my grandfather, when he first came from Greece, that was the only sport he, like, gravitated to. So I was like, you know, we had season tickets. And then, like, once the 2000s came and then, like, the 2010s, it's like you're, eh, you know, they had that one Stanley Cup run against the Blackhawks. They lost, but... I think Danny Breer is doing the right thing. It's just a fire sale right now. Just you need to you need to fully commit to like a rebuild because the fans deserve it. Philly 100 percent deserves a good hockey team. I believe it.
0: They do. Pete?
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, growing up, yeah, hockey was hockey was big when I was in like, what, like fourth grade, fifth grade. (laughs) I just love hockey.
3: Yeah, Lindra.
2: Yeah, Eric Lindros, LeClaire, all those guys and yeah it's just recent i mean i don't know it's kind of fell off
0: (laughs) so it did and that's what i mean i mean you it's you build a nice venue i mean lord knows a lot of us grew up with the spectrum i absolutely adored the spectrum it it was just it was philly you want between that and what you had rfk right next door before they they decided to tear that down obviously then to build the wells but i mean that it was just it was many, many memories that came from there. And speaking of, obviously, from Christian Lehner hitting the, the winning shot at, over at the old Spectrum. But, I mean, that's, that's when they were great. That's <laughs> the when they were great. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. But now, you know, I just hope that, that when Josie gets in there, Briere gets in there, I mean, those great hockey minds, that they will start rebuilding this team and bringing the fan base back because, I mean, you lost a lot of I mean, a lot of Flyers fans. And when you start seeing a lot of the away jerseys coming into your own venue and Lord knows that the link, everybody knows if you're not from Philly and you order the link, it was almost like going to the vet, except for there's no 700 levels. So you won't get it as bad as you used to do back in the day. But with the Flyers, I just hope they turn things around because Lord knows the Sixers in the same building. I don't know what the progress has been in Chinatown. If they're planning on, are you not at market? if they're planning on going ahead and making that that venue over there. I know they want to get away from the wells, and it would be interesting to see if they put this stuff together. But, I mean, even with the Sixers, Sixers have have tried for for years now to put it together. Joel Embiid has been patient. Um, Ryan has an update from us as as far as it comes to James Harden. But, you know, it's just Flyers hockey has been around forever, it seems like. And now they only have one more season before their name gets erased from Lord Stanley. Because as the years go by, you know you have to make room. They have 49. to put up a new plate, and so it it's not gone forever. Obviously, it's retired, but it's still gone from Lord Stanley. So hopefully, the Flyers show within the next two years start making the right moves to be able to get back in there. So, and speaking of obviously from the Sixers, Ryan, what was the last update you said about James Harden?
1: Uh, I was just earlier. I saw that he had opted in, so he the Sixers will now shop him around. look for trade proposals Um, the quicker they get it done the better for for as far as I'm concerned because you don't want this lingering into the summer as long as it goes into the summer it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse and it's just not good so I don't know what kind of deal they can I mean who's gonna take on that contract you know they're gonna it's gonna have to be a really really tasty trade proposal for them to just unload him and I I just think they're going to have trouble, to be quite honest with you. I just, you know, I don't know. I harken back to the Philadelphia-Boston series again. People are talking about, you know, I know they want to get away from the Wells Fargo. But Philadelphia Sixers fans have that bad taste in their mouth after that Game 7 performance by Embiid and Harden. So... I, you know, I don't know where they're going to go with this. Maybe Bradley Beal, you know, he and Embiid are really good friends. I don't know. Do you? Dame Lillard is sitting out in Portland, and I know he's not happy, and I still don't know why he's there. So, again, it's going to have to be a tasty trade proposal. And you were talking about the Flyers. You know, don't expect too much the first couple of years. Oh, no. But just it's probably just going to be as bad. But you're right. Philadelphia is a hockey town, but you know, but the fans are going to have to be patient a little bit longer. I think Tortorella is the right guy for this city. It's it's just going to take him two or three years.
0: It is. I mean, I, I'd have to agree because obviously, it's not going to it's not going to change overnight. I just like the fact that they finally decided to do something. I mean, you can't you cannot disgrace the city with just making the Flyers go away. I mean, you have obviously the Eagles who. who you know, fresh off the NFC Championship, Phillies off the, you know, fresh off an NL National League Championship, Sixers, and eh, not so much, but they get rid of Doc Rivers, as you said, Ryan. You don't think that Doc Rivers was the was the problem there in the organization, and and everybody's gonna make a different case because obviously the GM, you know, he has his love, fat, with James Harden. So it's gonna be if you are gonna trade away from and Damian Lillard, going back to him as well as you mentioned earlier, the bad part is is that. Not bad, but the ownership decided to talk to him. and said, listen, we're going to keep you here because obviously we want to build around you. So um, we'll wait and see. That's going to be a different saga. But I'd like to get your guys' to take as well, Pete, and I'll, I'll go with you before I go to, to Gus. You know, Sixers obviously came up short. A couple seasons now, we keep seeing the same thing from the Sixers. It's coming up short. Now they decide to get rid of Doc Rivers. They pick up Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse coming off a championship a couple of years ago, ironically, where... Obviously, the captivating shot that we saw that, that took the Sixers out. in um, the rest was history for Toronto. But are the Sixers making the moves that I think that the fans love to see? And as Ryan said, James Harden, a major disappointment in game seven. I, how do you guys feel about it?
2: Um, I don't think, know. I think the basketball gods have cursed us for attacking. I think that's what happened. I mean, yeah, they, season after season, heartbreak it could you know, I, I don't think we have enough firepower to, to compete with these other teams i mean you saw the heat i mean the heat you look at the heat organization and how they're able to just just compete and then you look at the sixers it's like big games they just don't show up i don't know
0: yeah it's coming off oh, we lost Gus there for a second he's come back but no it's yeah, it's just I'm it's back. sinful, once again, because it, it, the Sixers, Lord knows they've been trying, but the bench is not great, you, and you're right. You know, Pete, when you're talking about, you look at the, the Heat's bench, first of all, you're the eighth seed to come in to make it to the finals, and and end up almost doing it. They just kind of shot themselves in the foot, and Eric Spolster, he knows it. He said it afterwards. that they, they pretty much ruined it for themselves. But if your bench is not good at all, and the Sixers have been trying to work on that for, like, the last two or three years, you're not you're not gonna be able to rest guys like Embiid and Harden throughout the game, you know, for five minutes maximum unless you have a blowout lead and you're able to come back. But I mean the, the bench has not been good off for the Sixers. We'll see. Maybe Nick Nurse will will find that winning formula that that they need. I don't know what's gonna to happen with to Sixers. I just hope they turn things around. And, and Gus, I'd I'd like to get your take as well when it comes to the Sixers. If if they're finally making moves the way they should.
3: I, I don't I like I don't see it happening. I don't think we have the assets to even move Harden, you know, like who's going to, like you guys said, that contract, 37 million, unless, I mean, he's forcing himself out, but what are we going to get in return? A couple draft picks. There's, I mean, I don't see us. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like we might be better off just sticking with him because what you're going to get is not, you're you're not just going to get the return you're waiting for. We've like, we've, Mortgage the whole future of this team into, uh, you know, what we have, you know, and paying Tobias, forty million, whatever it is a year, is that, you know, that that's a hurt piece too. So, like I said, there's free agents. There's Kyrie. There's, who else is out there? I, I mean, possibly Dane Willard. I think Beal's happy. I think he's gonna stay in Phoenix. I don't see Beal leaving Phoenix. You know, yep. so. I, I, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, it's like we're in limbo. That's it. We, we're we're like, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. We just gotta wait and see. I guess.
1: And the the other problem with that is, who the hell would want them? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. After 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 the Boston series, who the hell would want them? And the fact of the matter is, you know, (laughs) in the post game press conference when you're asked about your relationship with your coach and you go, eh. It's okay. You get his ass fired and then okay, we got rid of the coach because he wanted you to play a certain way you didn't want to. We got rid of the coach and you still want to you still want to get out of here. So this is to me this is almost like a Ben Simmons 2.0. Oh, please, you know, come on. It was they were together for a year. He's trying to blame it on the fact that, oh, we were only together for a year. Some of these other teams have been together two, three, four years. He's just, he's never made the NBA championship. Ever. He disappears in the playoffs. He's got a yeah. history of disappearing when the lights are brightest. But who the hell would want him?
0: No, that's it. But, Brian, what cracks me up, though, is game one, look how before they brought back, obviously, Droll and bead. Game one, explosive. Like, you would have thought that's what you were going to see the rest of the series. And then, like, the wheels just came off. Or he just didn't like that Joel Embiid came back. So, And I don't know what the big rush either was to bring Joel back. I Okay, so you get the game three, bring him back game three. You know, this major push, major push to bring him back. And so I don't know if that was part of it. Obviously, you can't put two big Eagles in the room because, it, you, you know, they got to breathe. Those two, I, I don't think they're the, the best of teammates, even though they keep saying that they are. Joel Embiid obviously likes a particular Miami Heat that we also liked as well. And unfortunately, you know, the Sixers did what they did. But you know, there's rumors of, will Joel Embiid go down to Miami? I don't see it. Again, there's there's a lot of money that would have to be put into play. You'd also have to do a blockbuster trade, even if that were, were to happen. I just don't see that that stuff happening. So, But we'll see. We you know, Basketball is not that far away. Go ahead, Ryan.
1: And I'll ask the guys this. What was worse, Simmons passing up the layup and passing it to his teammate, or Harden completely quitting in Game Seven? Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. Simmons. 100%. That was crazy. <laughs> that was, that was so crazy. That,
3: not only did Harden choke, Embiid, uh, and Embiid and didn't show up either, and they had yeah, no the answer whole team. for Tatum. Tatum was on a, on like on a on a different level that night. He just went yeah. to work, you know. you couldn't stop him, but Simmons passing that layup up, I'll never forget watching that. <laughs> I was at Pete's. I'll never forget. I was at Pete's watching that game, and I'm like, "What? Like, what happened? That was horrible, horrible. We, Worst we play sixers a, history."
2: Guys, remember when our three we had a we had a credit card machine. And at the store at Pete's and uh, the, the, the three button wasn't working. The it. three button doesn't work just like Ben Simmons jump shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hey, I remember that. Can you guys deliver yep. the, Greek, the Greek fries to Levittown, PA? I'm looking at the Greek fries here. And I think that would we'll be make quite a special tasty.
2: delivery. Yeah, we'll make a special delivery
1: for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh and the, and the pizzas I was looking at too. I like that barbecue pizza. Yeah,
0: pizzas are good. Oh yeah. <laughs> barbecue chicken. Here's what I'm ta- I see now you understand when I was looking at the menu. I'm telling you, I, I looked at it yesterday, I looked at it again today. It's I if I could fold it somehow, pop it out from Instagram and, and put it in a microwave somewhere else, obviously not in a microwave because that would be you know distasteful. But you know, if I can make it just come out from if we can invent all these different things, why can't I just have one? That comes out from the phone and just put it out on the table and and work that way because it it, the time the menu looks delicious absolutely delicious you gotta get
1: to come there too
0: (laughs) no but it's it it's gotta be good stuff i once i get back to philly i'm making sure i stop by not just the one location every location just so i can get nice and full by the time i end up coming back down here to florida but now, listen, I just hope that once again in Simmons there's no way dude you'll never get anything worse than Simmons the worst probably character that Philly ever came across ever. period and thank God New York's dealing with it with that big mess they got going on up there anyways they got that mess to deal with as well so you're not building around them everybody knows you're not building around them and then Phillies we see the Mets again speaking of New York just doing what the Mets do and just implode, which is absolutely yeah. fantastic. Right, I know.
1: Oh, the, yeah, you're going to me? Yeah. Phillies? Uh, I think it's to be determined. Um, it started off bad. They got hot. Um, I still think the pitching's an issue. I know it's come around a little bit. Um you know, the Braves are going to run away with the division, I think. So, you know, if Philadelphia is going to have to play it, play it in as a wild card again, I believe, you know, unless they really catch fire when I mean, we're three months into the season. Now, you know, you sort of have what you have, um, you know, we had uh, Murph on <laughs> three months ago and he was, he was waiting for something to happen. So, We'll see. I know Phillies fans are just waiting them, waiting for them to get like really, really hot, like they did last year. At one point, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. So, but we'll see. This is coming from a Pirates fan who flat out sucked the last two months. So, um, but we'll see. So now,
0: Pete and Gus, I'll say this much. So Ryan, again, I I just give him a bunch of just grief to put it best at many times. But Ryan is the only guy that will say that the Pirates will win game one of the series and then go 161 the rest of the series. <laughs> and it's funny because he said the same thing again and then they started on fire. Which is absolutely insane when you really kind of think about it when it comes to the Pirates. But Phillies and, and I'm glad I mentioned the Mets there, Ryan, because I, I was hoping you were going to bring up the Mets and the implosion. but well, okay, the Mets,
1: They just... They just- they're in disarray. They stink. Um, you know, they're just a, almost as bad as the A's and the Royals. The Mets can never figure it out. So let's just put them way over here, way yeah. over here, because they never figure it out.
0: Here's the, to bring up a good point, Gus. And, and I, as much as you may and may or may not follow as far as Major League Baseball, do you agree with what the A's are doing at this point? One is to obviously to tank, and then the big move over to Vegas.
3: Uh, they went on like a winning streak, though. They're like completely. They, didn't they just come off like an eleven-game winning streak? Not yeah, anymore. Around. And then, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, but I don't know that that tank that was bad. I mean, the owner, you know, you just like the fans were boycotting. They should just just sell the team, man. Because you're literally taking a, a, you know, there's a lot of history in the Oakland Athletics. You know, like a lot of all-time greats that played for them. You know, you got Ricky Henderson. No matter what you say, he did steroids. Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire. Yeah. You're ripping that – that's a lot of history, man. And I, I don't agree with it. I don't think any sports should be in Vegas for that matter. That's just my opinion. You know, it's a dangerous city to have sports in. That's just the way I feel. You know?
0: That, well, they. you figure they try to lure Tom Brady over there, but it, that didn't work out too well. But now, obviously, being part owner – and I still – I, I could be wrong, Pete. I could be a thousand percent wrong here. I don't believe that Tom keeps saying that he's retired. Now, obviously, in Philly, no one loves Tom Brady. We all know this. But do you believe? Are you convinced, Pete, that Tom Brady is actually retired?
2: I think he's retired. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's done. I think he's done. He's retired. I don't know. What do you think, Gus? He, he, he's the he's the conspiracy guy. So
3: let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> no, no I'll, I'll, I'll say go ahead go ahead go, like like think about it like why why i agree with you angel i don't think he's retired like think about it like your 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 supermodel wife is is gone now it's like well you know yeah he's got kids i get it but he's you're you're off for most of the year so he spends enough time with them so i mean why What's he going to do sitting at home? I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just the – guy's, the guy's crazy. Like, he's the determined person, you know? Right. I think he comes back at some point. At some point. I agree with you. I can't see him just, like,
1: being done, you know? He took a beating the last two years. He took an absolute beating with that offensive line, and that's why he's not coming back. You're going to be 46 this year, I believe, No, he's not. He's done this time. And then you're talking about the A's. It's a travesty what's going on in Oakland. Major League Baseball should be embarrassed. Um, A's organization should be embarrassed. What they are doing is an absolute travesty. They should actually pay fans to go to the games. It's brutal. I've never seen anything like it. You talk about a tank job and a blatant tank job. Yeah, they got blatant. hot for a little bit. They got hot for a little bit, but they're two and nine. Their last eleven again. They like, stink. Yeah. They're but horrible.
0: Hang on here, there for a second. Which one is worse? Now you did a comparison when it came to Simmons. Which one is worse? The A's tanking and or let's just go back. I don't know. Ten years ago with the Sixers, when Power ninety nine was giving away free tickets. I mean, literally walking up to the fans in the streets and some, "Here, what are Sixers games, and the fans were saying, what? You want me to go where? So what's worse? Sixers couldn't give away free tickets or the A's tanking.
1: A's, as far as I'm concerned. All right. So I'll just
2: Sixers think, I was gonna say Sixers. Well,
1: of course you are.
2: Didn't the yeah, Sixers have open fair. tryouts at one point?
0: Yep, they sure did. <laughs> The same Tony year to get one of the free tickets. It Tony was such an embarrassment. <laughs> where it, bro? It's... Tony
3: Roden was like Tony Roden was our best player. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows where he's at now, but we like loved him. Like it hurts. It's home, man. It's 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 Philly. You know, no one. You can't tank. is like the worst thing you can do. It is, you can't, man.
0: It is. And, and unfortunately, Oakland's finding that out. It it absolutely stinks for Oakland. I, I feel bad, but again, see it's all these cities have times to speak to these teams and get something done. And they just choose not to. So here comes Vegas, sweeps it all in. And I'm pretty sure there's an NBA team that's gonna go over there. I, I'm I'm pretty much certain there's gonna be one that's gonna end up going over there. So the last thing here to wrap up before we uh, we end up with the show is obviously minicamp is over. You know, guys are on a, a couple weeks break. Nick Sirianni says that he hopes that everyone keeps their composure, stays out of trouble, and then gets focused for this season. Now, we know what the expectations were last year. And again, for anybody to say that we're going to make a run to the Super Bowl, we everybody talks about, oh, the Eagles are going to go, you know, 11 and 7. The Eagles are going to do, you know, 13 and 4. Everybody talked, but who knew they would actually be surprising enough to make it to the Super Bowl? So, I'll go back to Gus here. Do we and, – and obviously we don't know because we have yet a game to play in minicamp. There's not a preseason game yet. But I, I'm not even going to talk Super Bowl. Do we make it at least back to the playoffs?
3: I think so. Like you – you. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's the, he's the guy. I, I I wasn't sold, but I'm sold. He's the guy. You know, I feel like the – we're talking playoffs, but all honesty, I I feel like the NFC is ours to lose. Like I don't see a team literally on paper, on paper. Now I get it every year on paper, this team's this, that, but these guys on paper, it's like, we look better. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, and Jalen Carter just, uh, I think there was just a, like a ESPN writer, somebody I saw, I read that he's like, ranked as like the best defensive player coming out of this draft, even though he had those troubles off the field. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm Super Bowl or boss. That's it. Every you, I'm all in man. That's it.
0: Yeah. Beat.
3: I'm with
2: <laughs> Gus man. So I think we're going Think Super Bowl. Let's have another parade. Let's get that's busy.
0: It, <laughs> it would yes. be nice. I parade, like, baby. It, yeah it, it would be nice because again it, no one it's funny because and still no matter what Jalen does, the most ironic thing. Now, will I say that I was the biggest Donovan McNabb fan? Nope. I will say it right now. If Donovan were next to me, I'd tell him the same exact way because he just couldn't get things done. And Donovan liked to deflect. Only towards the very end is finally when he started accepting a lot of things versus Jalen. He knows when he doesn't do something right, you know, what's he going to fix? What's going to happen next year on the same exact way? So I like where the team is going. I like the direction. Obviously, the Eagles need to get younger. They realized that come last year. So they're trying to get younger to, to move it in, in the right direction. I, I think short of coming back into the Super Bowl again is a complete bust for this year. So I just hope they end up doing it. Now, Ryan, I know that you will not agree. I know you're going to say Kansas City. So I don't even know if I wouldn't get to even say anything at this point. But go ahead, Ryan.
1: Uh, I mean, the Eagles did lose the Chiefs by the way, in the Super Bowl. So, Um, (laughs) But look, if the Eagles aren't going anywhere um, now, are they going to sneak up on anybody this year? No. There's a lot of teams that are going to give them their best shot. And There's still a team out in San Francisco that has a point to prove. If they would have had Brock Purdy in the playoff game, I think that game might have been a little bit different. Not saying they would have won. But I'm saying that there, there's a team out in San Francisco that's uh, kind of stout. So, are the Eagles, pro- you know, I don't make any of my predictions until two days before the season's So, on paper, yes, they would go into the season as being the favorite to win the NFC again. Well, forget about my Chiefs. I'm, I'm good for the year, baby. Wait. I'm good for the year. <laughs> well, what was that name again? What's up?
0: I'm sorry. We don't allow cursing here, so I don't. I don't care about your sticking friggin' Kansas City team. Let's <laughs> take that ride for now. Pat Mahomes, I'll give it to him. Will he be Tom Brady? No, unfortunately, because you have to cheat in order to be to where Tom Brady is and that, and that <laughs> So he'll never be there. But Pat Mahomes, let's many years. I, mean, I I give it to the kid. He works hard. Not very cocky. His wife, on the other hand, you know, she needs to maybe calm down a little bit this season and her brother because they brought a lot of unwanted attention to Patrick Mahomes. But I mean, he, he is the quarterback to beat right now. I mean, Russ, unless Russell Wilson, if if Peyton can change Russell Wilson, maybe, maybe you're looking at Denver at least making the playoffs. But again, we'll see. So it's going to be. I can't wait for a season to start It's right around the corner. It's going to be fun. Obviously, down in Tampa Joe's, our other sponsor, it's always great because that's where all the Eagles fans show up. No KC fans. What? They're wise guys. No, no, I, no. I was
1: just going to say, I was trying to find it, and I forgot about it, but I'm going to ask the guys here. Okay. You got an Eagles player that's still blaming the Super Bowl loss on the field. I can't remember which player it was, but he just came out the other day and said it again. So, I was trying to find who it was, but I can't I, – I can't find it. I can't see it offhand. So, um, but yeah, they're they're still coming up with excuses as to why they lost this. Get over it. It's it's over. Focus on this upcoming season. There were some bad calls. There were some bad calls.
2: There were some crazy calls.
0: So, was that the picture you sent me today? Was it because of the field? Right? No, it's
1: just, I was just being a wise ass. Yeah, I knew
0: you were. God almighty. I need to find a new co-host. And then this guy. There's <laughs> always a you man. got a
1: cheese fan? Right,
0: listen, Gus, if you guys, you guys can take him. Matter of fact, you guys can take him, put him in the basement, put him to work for a little bit. And then if he works out time, <laughs> i to wear an Eagles jersey. And then we'll get rid of that Kansas City Curse.
3: Yeah, we're going to have him make dough all day at the pizza shop. That's it. There <laughs> we go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See? There you go. So there's your new job. And while he's there, make sure you just give him an Eagles jersey. If not, yeah. a, if not, what you guys can do is every customer who walks in, just give him a ball of dough and tell them they can whack it at him as soon as That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. <laughs>
0: It'll work that
1: yeah. way. I guys, I'll make a bet with these guys right now. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I'll go buy an Eagles jersey and I will wear it on the show. All right, I like it. Oh, see, now, you why? mean
3: you're gonna come work a shift at one of the shops, right? There you go. Like the, I'll wear go. an Eagles jersey
1: and come to the shop and work a shift. All right, that's it. There we go. All right, I remember <laughs> that. All yeah,
0: right. I'm. Listen, I'm gonna bring that up. And I'm gonna be sure I put it out there on social media so everybody can hear. So I'm gonna cut that part out. Now I'm gonna you heard try it to here put first, it out, baby. Here.
1: You heard it here first. <laughs>
0: But either way, another, another night, guys, we'll have to get you guys back on here too because, Gus, you brought up something good as far as when it came up with the steroids because there's so many people. And obviously, our, the the younger generation has no idea what we're talking about. But we'll, we'll end up getting into that some more because that played a major part. I mean, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, all those guys, Barry Bonds, I don't care what he says, him and Mark McGuire, when they came out, they were what, maybe a buck 15, buck 20. And all of a sudden, they were stacked. Yep. So. And then it turns Sammy. So I don't even know what Sammy Sosa is anymore. I don't even think Sammy knows what Sammy is anymore. So, yeah, right now,
3: yeah, it's a shame.
0: <laughs> that's going to have to be another show for another day. But listen, thank you guys not only for obviously coming on the show tonight, and we'll have you back on because you know it's always to have it's it's fun for us to get the sponsors on and talk to so Everybody gets to know. Uh, Vince comes on with us every once in a while. Vince uh, Rizzuto from Philly Sports Trips, and it's always a great time with him. So you know, it's just. It, it's good to have the philly fan base from back home and i know a lot of people will say because it is an international show on why don't you get sponsors from everywhere else what well, when you reach out to folks you hope that you get a response so the big response is back home we take care of each other just like the greeks do the same way we do in philly we all take care of each other except for that guy up there above you guys don't pay <laughs> no mind to him because he, he doesn't do anything but this makes sure gus uh, let everybody know once again about the your establishments and then, uh, which locations they can go and visit and patronize?
3: Oh, we, oh I, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we have a. Uh, I'll do I'll do Mustaki, Pete. You can do Pete's. Is that? Yeah, cool? Uh, yeah. We're at Mustaki Authentic Gyros. We're at a. We have a one location in Logan Square at 161 North 21st Street, and then we're also in the heart of Center City now, on 120 South 15th, right on the. Right near the corner of 15th and Samson, You can come check us out and get some uh, authentic Greek food.
2: Yep. And then we Here. got uh, Pete's Famous Pizza on 116 North 21st Street, right on uh, in Logan Square, 21st and Arch. And we got a location on uh, Fairmount Avenue. We have 2942 Wharton in South Philly. And uh, we just started uh, our franchise system too. So if uh, anyone's interested in uh, owning their own Peach Famous Pizza or Moustaki, we're, uh, we're getting that going. So that's, that's, that's in the works. So...
0: That's we'll talk awesome. about that
2: another
0: day. <laughs> that's where now yeah. you guys have to come kind of bring the, See, that's where you got to start selling here to Tampa. Hey, where, we
2: where have that. someone interested in Tampa. We have really? someone interested in Mustaki in Tampa. So, yeah, could happen. Could happen.
0: That'd be good because then, yeah. then I can finally get. Well, okay, hold on for a second. <laughs> if they're going to do it in Tampa, it's got to be the same flavor as Philly. They can't. Oh, 100%. oh
3: yeah.
0: 100%. Okay. Because that's baby. If they do it, I'll be over there because I'm going to say uh, the owners sent me. We're oh, going if it's there. not the
2: same, they're That's out. It. They're out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll We're sending it's Gus coming, over there to take over if it's not the same. I'm coming, I'm
3: coming down.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Well, then when you come down, Gus, I'll make sure. I'll go over there. I'll just write inspector somewhere on the shirt. Just to make sure <laughs> that everything we'll tastes work. well. Listen, guys, thank we'll you go for Thanks for coming on to the show. Also, thank you to everyone who listened in on Sports Radio, 102.9 FM, The Game, over also on Amp Radio. Those who watch on YouTube, on South.com, Don't forget to always visit BroadSCSouth.com so you guys can get the latest schedules, everything that's going on with the show. And obviously, Ronnie Gent will be back with us here. Our NFL analyst, Kevin Mench, will be back with us soon. Our MLB analyst, former Texas Ranger. And even, yes, David Murphy, as Brian had chimed in earlier, I, I text him throughout the week. And we go back and forth with the Philly. So all those guys will be back on in here momentarily. Again, if you were looking for the Tony Bruno show, Ms. Robin, they were on this evening. So if you guys are looking for them tomorrow night, you will not find them on the network tomorrow night because they're going back up to Philly, ironically. So thank you to everyone tuning in. To Debbie, to over in Studio B, appreciate all her work as well. But Ryan, Pete, and Gus. We thank you all for tuning in tonight. Have yourself a great weekend. And if you're going out for the 4th of July, please be safe because there's a lot of things going on out there. So be safe, enjoy the 4th, and enjoy the weekend.